Welcome to Poems, Psalms, Stories, and Scripture Readings with Alicia. Today's reading, I'm going to call it a story. You see, these are my personal words that I wrote and had placed in the book. It's um, entitled, Intimate Words from the Author. So I just felt like I needed to read this to you. Hope you don't mind. If you don't mind, I would like to talk to you for a minute about making the most important decision for the rest of your life. What I mean by that is, this decision would affect the rest of your life. It will literally dictate your future. But first, please allow me to get very personal with you and ask you a few serious questions. Are you tired of the life you are living? Do you feel like a failure? Would you like some things in your life to change for the better? Have you lost hope and have come to the conclusion I'm going to be miserable for the rest of my life? Did you stop smoking, drinking, or using drugs for a while and now you've gone back to it and the habit is worse than what it was before? Now you're full of guilt and you just don't feel good about it. You don't feel good about yourself. Have you been physically, verbally, or sexually abused, humiliated by another human being, made to feel like you weren't a human being? Are you an abuser, taking advantage of innocent souls, destroying lives? You know you need help. And you really want help, but you can't bring yourself to let anyone know the monster you are inside. Did your husband or wife stop loving you and walk out after vowing, I'll love you forever and be with you till death do us part? Or were you abandoned by your parents? you lonely and hurting inside so deep you feel like you can't breathe you can't tell anyone because there's no one you can trust so you've decided to end your life are you allowing your body to be used for money even though you hate it and you hate yourself for doing it yet you can't stop or you just don't know how to stop. Do you want someone you can trust in your life? Do you want someone to love you unconditionally? Do you need and want help right now? 
If you answered yes to any one of these questions, please don't be dismayed or discouraged. I have good news. If you are going through something that is not on this list, I didn't quite hit the nail on the head. Maybe it was your job you lost or your business is failing. Whatever it is, if you are hurting, I have good news for you. I know someone who can heal all your wounds, who can take your pain away and has already paid in full for every sin you have committed or will commit. His name is Wonderful. His name is Counselor. His name is Yahusha, but most of you call him Jesus. Yes, the only begotten Son of the Almighty Father is waiting for you to invite him into your life. If you have backslidden, he is waiting for you to renew your commitment to him. It's not too late for any of you, and none of these sins are unforgivable. You see, Yah, the Heavenly Father, hates your sin, but sweetheart, He loves you. Did you know that? Yahuwah, the Father, and Yahusha, called Jesus, they love you in spite of your faults. It's not you they want to cast out. It's the sin in your life. Because the Father cannot look upon sin. He's too pure. He's too perfect. That is why The Savior said, Father, why hast thou forsaken me? As he was dying on that tree they call the cross for you and me. For the first time in his existence, he was not in the presence of his Father. The righteous, set apart, pure, almighty Yah. How could he be? For he bore all of our sins on his back. Don't you know, Yahuwah, the one you call the Lord and God, cannot look upon sin. He hates sin with deep hatred. Yes, perfect hatred. I want you to think about something. Do you realize, even though Yah hated our sins with perfect hatred. He loved us with perfect love. He knew that man could not endure his wrath. The human race would have been wiped out if we had to pay the debt of our sins. Instead, our loving Father sent his beloved Son to endure his wrath, which was meant for us. It was the love of Yah, the Almighty, and the passion of Yahusha, his son, the Savior, that saved us. That is why Yahusha 
you call him Jesus, was beaten so badly, chunks of flesh was torn from his back, hair torn from his face and head, spit hurled in his face, stripped of his clothes, humiliated before crowds of people screaming, crucify him. He took all of that so we could have the privilege of asking our Heavenly Father for forgiveness of the sins we have committed. Right now, sweetheart, you can have a new life and a fresh start if you are willing. Because your Father is able. All you have to do is want it and ask for it. It does not matter where you are or what you are doing. How can I say that? Well, because I was once in between taking a hit off the crack pipe when I first cried out to God. At that time, that's what I called him, God, at home in my bedroom. And he heard me. On the morning of January 11, 1992, about 4 a.m., after coming down off of a cocaine high and hating myself, wanting to die, I asked, at that time I said, the Lord, to come into my life. And I surrendered myself to him in Jesus' name. That's how it was for me in 1992. He saved me from destruction. And he can and will do the same for you. Yah, the Father, has inspired Indy and I to write these last two poems. Take it away, Lord. Which is now recited as Take it away, Yah. And I need thee especially for such a time as this. There's something I want you to know about these last two poems. I wrote, Take It Away, Lord, November 20, 2004. And India wrote, I Need Thee, October 11, 1988. Can you see what the Father has done? He had a divine, supernatural appointment for two women to meet and two poems, words from our hearts, to be used for such an occasion as this. They are intended to be vehicles to help you commit your life to the Father and to the Savior, Yahuwah and Yahusha. Maybe you call him Jehovah and Jesus. Would you do me a favor first? Would you stop right now and turn the page or look over on the next page, whatever the case may be, to find and read, take it away, Lord. And I need thee. Then come back to me. Go on. I'll be waiting for you. 
Well, in this case, you'll go back and listen to me read the poems to you, unless you have the book. Let me continue. Now, you will go back and listen to the poems after I finish reading, and then you will be in agreement with me. Use these poems as a prayer, okay? All right, continuing. Welcome back, my friend. I can tell you that I can agree with you. If you agreed with the words you just heard and you want to give your life to the Messiah, or rededicate your life to the Father, listen to me closely. Since you've already gone back and listened to the poem, here in the book, it reads, you go back and read them. But this time, I want you to pray it to Yah. Read the words and mean it in your heart. That's all you have to do. Yes, it is that easy. Yah will do the rest. And his precious set-apart Holy Spirit, India, and I will stand in agreement with you. The Father says, when there are two or more in agreement, there he would be in the midst. So don't be afraid. You are not alone. The angels are standing by waiting to rejoice. Yah the Father is waiting to receive you. And Yahusha the Savior is standing with his arms stretched out to you, welcoming you into his heart and overwhelmed with joy because you are welcoming him into your heart. Take the step of everlasting love and life. Yeah, bless you. Hmm. You know, I got a little confusing in there because I know you're not reading the book and it was saying go back and read the poem. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed the story. And forgive me where I got a little uh, flustered in there because I was trying to change the words around in the midst to listening. But the main thing is, you need a savior. You need a bodyguard. You need a father. And they are waiting for you. I call him Yahuwah and Yahusha. You call him the Lord? You call him God? You Well, first of all, those are titles. You call him Jesus. You need him. And he wants you. Please, go back and listen to I need thee. Yah, take it away. And let that be your prayer. 
It's as easy as that. If you believe that the Savior was born, he lived, he died, and he resurrected and lives again, you're saved. You don't have to go, what they say, repeat the, the sinner's prayer and all that. That's really not scriptural. It says, if you, how, he says, how do we get saved? How do I be saved and be in your kingdom? And Peter said, if you believe on the Messiah. All right, beloved. Thank you so much for joining me here with poems, songs, stories, and scripture readings with Alicia. Until we meet again, beloved. Yah willing. Shalom.